Stephen Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I am Jill DeWitt, broadcasting <laughs> from the Valley of the Sun. Today's Jack Thursday. I'm going to talk about where to start in real estate and honestly, where not to start. <laughs> it's going to be more about where not to start. Why do I know about where not to start in real estate? Because that's where I started. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we can we can tell you all this. You know what? I swear this is why you're this is why you're here and listening. I hope, and I know for many of you, this is why you're in Land Academy. Like besides the fact, I'd that rather have... pay you guys and and not do it and and hear all about the stuff that you failed on and what got you here today. It's so much faster and cheaper for me to just join and go with what you got figured out. Ding, ding, yep. That and the fact that you have real low standards and we appreciate that. Oh, it's silly. <laughs> Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. And don't forget to subscribe on the Land Academy YouTube channel. Comment on the shows you like. Daniel wrote, hey everybody, I'm getting very close to finishing my first mailer and I am very excited about it. I'm hitting a little bit of a wall though when calculating my offer price per acre, just say. Acre? It's supposed to be PPA, yeah. Okay, got it. I'm going, what is PPE? Okay, price per acre. After using a web scraping software and plugging my numbers into the equations, or plugging my numbers, plugging the numbers into my equations, the results are a bit wild. Yep. Upon further inspection, it seems that the reason is because the MLS in this area is responsible for less than 40% of all the listings here uh, for land on Zillow, and they're not accurately representing the listings. Welcome to my world. This is true. For example, 0 0.002 acres is going for 30,000, while another seven acres is listed for $1,000, and so on. Uh, nearly all of them are mislabeled. <laughs> Sorry, this is so this is this happens, uh, and without elaboration in the descriptions. Yeah, yeah. Does anyone know a way to efficiently circumvent this dud data? For what it's worth, I have both Web Harvey and Octoparse as my web scrubbing apps. Sorry for the wall of text. That's so funny, Daniel. You are going to be amazingly successful in your real estate career. Yeah. I put this on Jack Thursday for a reason. This is absolutely the norm for scraping data, uh, the way that we teach it, and coming up with the offer prices. Mm -hmm. What you're experiencing is uh, it's not the exception, it's the norm. You scrape all the active and sold properties in a zip code, and you find what you're solving for is a retail price per acre from which you can submit offers to all the owners in the area at a much discounted price. So if uh, everything's $1,000 an acre, you solve for this, what you're processing is $1,000 an acre, then you're gonna write offers for $250 an acre and a few people are gonna sign them and you're gonna buy the properties and sell it for uh, $1,000 know, $1, an acre, hopefully, or some number like that. Mm -hmm. That's the overview. But follow me here, let's just do a little bit of math. In his 0 .002 acre wow. example for $30,000, the price per acre is you know, crazy, mm -hmm. astronomical. It's gonna throw your data off. Us data people call that an exception. And so if you think of it as a bell curve, the stuff that's on each side of that bell, you gotta get rid of it. And we, taught, we teach this in the program. Or you can use concierge data and we do it, we'll do it for you. Mm -hmm. 
So in every data set, I don't care what type of data you're, you're analyzing, there are exceptions. In our cases, with those exceptions, we remove them to get a realistic price per acre. Well, Jack, what happens when uh, there's only one zip code, uh, one, one or two uh, examples in the zip, per zip code for sold in X? Then you have to guess. Mm-hmm. You have to make an educated guess. Well, that sounds like a lot of work and probably uh, a lot of potential for error. And uh, I want a better answer. Go buy and sell stock then. Pull, get a, you know, E-Trade account, takes about 30 seconds, and then buy some stock and resell it. But, but here's the thing. You can't buy a $100 share of stock for $25, which is what we do. We buy a $100,000 piece of land for $25,000 and then go sell it for hundred grand. What he's talking about, what David's talking about here, it's hard. It keeps a ton of people out of this business. That's what I was going to add. That was my last if thing. You get That's this, why. If, if this sounds this like a lot of work, for everyone. if this sounds like a lot of work to you and it's like, oh man, I don't do that. I don't even need to ne- listen to the next episode of this, of this show. I understand. Well, you know what? Here's what I was going to say. Take it a step further too. Before you send out the mail, continue on the process. And, and before you send out the mail, do some of what we do, like our, you know, our spot checking. What do we got? Test for reason. Test for reason and see if I send it out at this price and it came back signed, would it make sense would I buy it? So then you're staring at a real property, a real APN, and you can go look it up and go, oh yeah, okay, now this one, the way it popped up, it's over in this area. This is a great price. I did it right. There are software designers, uh, and some of them are former Land Academy members who believe that you can oh. automate everything, and you cannot automate this. I'm here to tell you because yeah. you can't that, set that parameters. Stuff, that's going to mess you up right for the there. exceptions. It's very different. Zip code to zip code is very, very different. And yeah. so, please don't use these pricing tools. You will ultimately end up in every situation with an overpriced mailer. And who? What do you do about an overpriced mailer? I hate that. It sucks. <laughs> it's always easy to add money. It sucks taking it away. <laughs> oh yeah, you had an overpriced mailer. Congratulations! Now every person calls you. You might as well have just yep. sent out a neutral and letter. And you do zero deals. Yeah, and just say, "Hey, I want to buy your property. Fill in your number and mail it back." <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> exactly. I've seen some of those, by the way. I've seen people doing that. People have had if this price doesn't work for you, write down what does. And I'm like, oh, I, I need to save that. that. And I'm like, who is doing that? I'm like, oh, because it ha- it's going to work itself out. But I don't want to come out of the gate like saying, eh, you know what, this is what I think, but whatever you think, like, well, just a second. <laughs> Today's Jack Thursday, and I'm going to talk about where to start in real estate. Can, I'm just going to sit back here. This is why you're listening. I actually think that you're going to have a lot to say about this. Okay. What do you do? I'm going to ask you, Joe. Okay. What do you do when you need to know the answer to something? What do you do? You're sitting around watching TV and and uh, your toe hurts and you want to figure out why. What do you do? <laughs> Google it. You Google it. it what if your headlight's out and you need to know how to replace it? What do you do? YouTube. You go to YouTube. This is what you do before you start in real estate. Go on YouTube and start saying, what do I do to, to you know, to, to how do I start in real estate? Yeah. What you're gonna find is a, a massive amount of information about True. becoming a landlord. And maybe you're familiar with becoming a landlord or what landlords are because you're a tenant or an are, are a tenant, just like all of us. We were all tenants at one point. Most of us, not all of us. Mm-hmm. 
and you write that check and it's $1,500 a month or whatever. And it, and you, you say, wow, you know, if I was getting $1,500 a month for doing nothing, cause I've never met my landlord. And every time I call him cause the sink's broken, he doesn't call me back. I want to be a landlord. <laughs> <laughs> And I want 10 of these things because I want 15,000 bucks a month and then I can quit my stupid job. Yeah, this is a thought ignore process. ignore their phone calls so, like they did to me. When I started, there was no such thing as the internet. So I couldn't find out that that's stupid because I'm telling you it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be a landlord, this is how you do it really quickly. You seek out institutional funding, huge institutional funding, and you go submit offers like we do to 100 plus tenant uh, apartment buildings or office buildings or industrial buildings or whatever and take a small percentage for doing the whole deal get debt financing or equity financing it's all it's never been easier to get debt or equity financing for real estate because of the internet and now you own five percent of or ten percent of a massive amount of real estate commercial real estate where there's a, a tenant uh, man manager in place and all of that and uh, and you raise the rent over a few years and you sell it on the same cap rate you bought it because the rent's higher and your debt or equity position is the same. That's how you make a ton of money as a landlord. You do not almost ever make any money on buying a house and renting it out. In fact, you're gonna pull your hair out and probably lose money. You know who makes money on a real estate transaction? The real estate agent, agent the escrow agent. agent, the escrow agent, the lender. Yeah, that's true. The assessor, uh, the uh, the uh, no, no, the oh. the person who does the appraisal, appraisers make oh, a lot of money. True. Everybody makes money except you. And so now you're into a, a house for a couple of three hundred thousand dollars. You've got a tenant in there who pays rent maybe a few times whenever they want. Yeah, you can't really enforce that in mo a lot of states. Depends on which state you're in. And if you do, it costs a bunch of money. And so your only real hope. Uh, is to make any money is that you know hopefully you're in california where people don't pay rent but property values go don't, up i say it, don't it, worry but the state will it defies logic yeah <laughs> <laughs> <Rest assured. laughs> so just trust sit me. tight don't do that everybody no. starts in real estate i don't know that's i'm not gonna do that well, the biggest picture is, can I just just say it all goes wonderful. I bought a half, I bought, I'm in, let's just say, I'm in Southern California. I'm in Riverside. I bought Excellent. a four bedroom house. I paid $500,000 for it. I rent out four rooms and I'm netting on with my mortgage and everything like that. Maybe I'm netting two grand a month. Oh gosh, that's best case. Right? How long is it gonna take me to get back what I put in my half million dollars at two grand a month, or you finance it. I'm not going to do that. You finance it all, and, and uh, you know your your payment. It just it doesn't work. The math doesn't work. Whew. The only way you make money, believe me, I did all this, and, and yeah. you know, the only way you make money is if the property goes up in value, which in many many most places in this country it does not. Right. California is an exception, especially right now. It all just went up. It's not gonna. It's not gonna continue to go up forever. Right now, it's a terrible time to buy a house and rent it out. It's never a good time. Every time Joe and I have bought, started down this path, we end up selling the, the property yep. two month or two into it. Yep. Every single. In fact, we stopped doing it a while ago. Right. You know, and truth stopped time. thinking about it. I'll tell you, truth time, because that's who we are. You know this. We do have one tenant, 
in one thing and it's because we want to keep it forever it's paid yeah. been long paid for it's because we don't want to live there right now but someday we will we may and in, in, in my um demented accounting way i have to have life fallbacks just, just so tired of hearing this so if something terrible happens in life financially that we can we can just call it's in a great location i would happily live there back for live years there. and years and there. years right in old town scottsdale yeah we we've live lived there. there we have lived there mm-hmm. so where do and i sometimes so- you might there's some days that i might have you moving back there <laughs> <laughs> we have a ten- to finish this story thanks john finish that story uh we have a tenant in there who's like a one of jill's girlfriend's sisters and yeah. she pay, pays rent right on time and oh yeah the, she never calls the, us the, jill's girlfriend's husband takes care of everything you know physical it's a little bit of a paying just, it forward it works yeah. out everybody everybody benefits and so in, in lieu of that she she has like half of market price rent yeah you know which is fine ah, okay so wait She'll a minute stay forever in your story <laughs> in your story you said the only way you make money is if, if the, no, we're not pro- the property value goes it. up yeah. so i got to thinking if the only way i make money in real estate is the value goes up even in your huge apartment complex uh story you created the value to go up by capitalization rate and raising rents. So wait a second, let's all cut to the chase. I don't wanna do that. I don't wanna wait two years, I don't wanna raise rent, I don't wanna go raise equity. All I wanna do, if that's the way you make money in real estate, is go buy a piece of real estate for a lot less than it's worth today. I don't wanna do anything to it. In fact, I don't even wanna go visit it. Correct. I just wanna relist it on the internet, dress it up, put some pretty pictures in there in a description, and resell it for its current market value. Yep. So, so wait, you mean I don't have to have a real estate agent? Nope. I don't have to have an escrow agent. That's up to you. I would recommend having one, but you don't need, need to do a deal with one. So all I have to do- I don't have to be licensed? I don't, no, no, right. please don't get a license. Yeah, see? All I have to do, my whole job in life now, is to buy undervalued real estate and then just go sell it for market value. Yep. Welcome to Land Academy. That's how you get started in real estate. <laughs> yeah. That's how you pass everybody uh, else in Welcome to Land Academy. Mm-hmm. That's how you catapult your financial life by set, and how do you well how do you buy under this I get this I, somebody asked me in a bar like 3 days ago, what do you do for a living? I said I buy land and then I resell it for more. And that that, that disgusts people for some reason. Yeah. Try it. When some next time somebody asks you what you do for a living, even if you don't, just say yeah, I buy land and I sell it for more. They, they just get so disgusted with that. I don't know why. That's just, it'd be like, what if I work for Toyota? You know, <laughs> what do you do? I make cars and I sell them at profit. <laughs> that's that's not, it's not a problem. Well, that's great, Jack. How do you buy undervalued real estate? By sending out a massive amount of blind offers for 25 or 30% of what the property is actually worth. Mm-hmm. That's how you get started in real estate. Ding, ding. Thank you. Oh, that's it? Yeah. You don't have anything to say? Nope. You know what I have to say? Happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show. Tomorrow's Jill Friday, and she's going to talk about what to do if you're not a data person. Yikes. This came up from our team. Remember, this is all week where our team said, one of the things that they're talking about is we got a lot of people that say they're a Jill, and they want to be a Jillist, but they don't know what to do about this piece of it. So, Because we have very different talents, so I can help you with that. You're not alone in your real estate ambition. Listen, if you're not a data person, well, don't then, steal my thunder. Then for you're tomorrow. not a data person. Don't yeah. don't be upset about it. Right. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Don't steal my thunder. <laughs> That's what she talks. Exactly. <laughs>
<laughs> By the way, thanks for tuning in, and we hope you find our content valuable, and we really do appreciate your support. If you haven't already, please do check out our YouTube channel. You can see the video of this right now, and it's actually comical. And hit the subscribe button. And by the way, if you're a member, don't forget, get us on Discord. You better be there. We're, We're Jack, Jack and Jill. Jill. Information. And inspiration. To buy undervalued property. <laughs>